1 Corinthians 2, 6 through 16. Yet among the mature we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would have not not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Mm. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Now we're talking a little bit more about wisdom. Yeah. The nature of it. (laughs) The nature of it. A very easy elementary topic. (laughs) And so... Here we are in the latter half of Second Corinthians, or sorry, First Corinthians two, and um, it's you know I think one of the dangers of First Corinthians one and the first part of two is we can like misread it to say like wisdom is not important because mm-hmm. um, the cross of Christ is folly to the world. Yeah, but that's not the truth. We are called to the wisdom of God, right. which is what we are talking about more here. So Jennifer, what are your thoughts on this passage and on this having the mind of Christ and you know what that practically looks like? Right. Um, I think again, just remembering we're created in the image of God. We have been given these minds that can um, perceive a lot and you know, our five senses. And so there's a lot that we can perceive, but what he's telling us is that there is a limit to that. Um, and so that we shouldn't be caught up in this place of that just because we can't perceive it, or understand it doesn't mean that it's not happening. That, of course, the things of God are going to exceed our limitations. And yet there's this amazing truth here that there are a lot of things that we can understand um, by his spirit. And this just sets up this whole thing that like. Um, this is the reason why like the Bible, you can be reading the same Bible. And to some people, it doesn't make any sense or they just think the whole thing is mm-hmm. just dumb. they just can't understand how we could base our whole life on this and yet if you have the spirit of god not that you understand everything or that there aren't things that aren't challenging and you think yeah. ah, i can't get this but that as you walk with him that he does in fact instruct you because we are that's what he's talking about with the spiritual beings like that have the spirit of god so like we can actually understand really profound things as the spirit teaches us you can only understand it with the spirit. Like you can't expect someone who doesn't have the spirit of God to understand these things. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the interesting things about, you know, he's talking about the, the wisdom of Christ, how it always contradicts and upends the wisdom of this age. And, um, 
you know, I am reading a book that you actually, I, or you didn't really recommend it to me, but I saw it on your Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I'll, I'll say you recommended it to okay. me. Okay. All right. Um, it was a generalized it was recommendation. You should read this book. Yeah. Misreading Scripture Through Western Eyes. Oof, yeah. Really interesting book. Really amazing book. Right. And I've been listening on Audible. And, you know, one of the, just the the driving thesis of the book is that so many of the assumptions and interpretations that we make when we read scripture mm-hmm. are heavily seasoned and sometimes misguided by things that we take like understandings philosophies whatever that we take as granted right that biblical authors did not right. understand like it's really our western yeah yes, not our christian yeah exactly <laughs> and and so you know they and we're not going to get into this whole wormhole. No, right, right. But, you know, they, they kind of get into all this, like how our view of money, our view of sex, our view of food, mm-hmm. our view of all this stuff is so different than, um, than, you know, the original biblical audiences or authors. And the reason I make that point is the argument that Paul is making here is that faith in the cross of Christ and submission to the cross of Christ mm-hmm. precedes growing in the wisdom of God. Yes. And that's really important because what he's saying is like that faith is, you know, point A and then everything else, like all the reason and logic aligns at like downstream from that, that it flows from that. And we want it to work opposite. We want to make everything align. We want all the questions to be answered. So then, you know, we're like good Americans. We want to know what the mileage is on the car before we buy it. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's like this research urge that we have, and that's not a new thing. And, you know, the thing about the wisdom of the world, you know, if we're looking at wisdom of God versus wisdom of the world, mm-hmm. is that it's always changing. And, you know, Dees talks about this a lot. And Colin Hansen, who is around here mm-hmm. a lot, talks about this a lot. But there's actually a funny irony in the cultural air that we breathe right now, you know, where there's this, there's this big criticism of, you know, Orthodox Christianity Mm -hmm. and of like the church and et cetera. But most of those critiques are actually using cultural values that come from Christianity. Right. You know, we're in a post-Christian culture. And so, you know, for example, um, you know, most of these critiques, which often have like a grain of tr- biblical truth in sure. them and come from, you know, the image of God that is enviable. They, uh, the critiques are take making the assumption that, you know, human life is like sacred yes. and, and, you know, which was not an assumption in the Roman empire. Right. You know, and, right. and so, or even of Darwinian, like yeah, sure, modern, sure. yeah, like none of these. And, and so, it, it, that's helpful for understanding like why would we turn from the wisdom of the world that we're naturally prone to and to a different type of wisdom that we have to like first have faith and then grow in. Right. And the answer is because the wisdom of the world is constantly changing. Like it's baseless. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Jesus has used this in an example before, but, um, you know, if you take like a modern man in America Mm-hmm. And then a man from like a Viking man from, you know, hundreds of years ago. Right. You know, if the Viking man was dishonored by somebody and then killed that person, that yeah. would be like totally honorable. Right. But if he, you know, had a romantic relationship with another man, 
that would have been like the most shameful thing ever. Right. Nowadays, you know, that wisdom <laughs> of the world is flipped. Abandoned, yeah. Like, and, and it's, you know, what would have been dishonorable in our cultural culture is actually like very honored in American culture. And, you, you know, right. it's constantly changing. Yes, no. And I think, again, but the, you know, the thrust of this passage is very good news for us because how daunting to think that as much as we want to try to understand first and think that that makes sense before we believe, um, that would be impossible because this is some the what we're trying to understand is infinite um, because it's the mind of God. And it's also good and other other and just completely unlike us. How could we ever grasp it? And yet he is saying that he has made a way um, through the power of his spirit, which is available to us merely by faith in Christ. So mm. I think, again, he's like pointing us to like, this is why he's been saying all along, like, you know, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not unto your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. Like I always felt so bad, like when you read about the Pharisees and you just think, man, if you had just remembered your own wisdom literature yeah. to like check your understanding at the door, trust the Lord, then you would have seen also how gracious of God to not just give us his words that we would need to understand through the spirit, but he actually gave us a person, his very own son, Jesus, mm -hmm. to live it out, to teach it, to model it, to be the means, just to do all these really profound things so that we can look at a person that we can understand, see it, and then know beyond a shadow of a doubt, if nothing else, we can trust this God. And that is what God's inviting you into. Like, trust me. And then all of this truth will, like you said, it'll all line up. Yeah. But if he told us like, well, here's all my wisdom, <laughs> try, mm -hmm. to, try to make sense of it. Yeah. I mean, we, we would be undone. I mean, there's just oh, no yeah. way we're yeah. so, we do not have the right um, understanding of our ourselves. And this is what you see playing out in the world. So it's interesting that God is allowing the world to have these, um, you know, their very own, logic is playing is conflicting right mm -hmm. and like even or changing like the things yeah. that um that you just said so that we can point out to people hey this isn't working out very well for you yeah um it's much better to go to god and yet he doesn't leave us in a place where we're always in the dark no. he actually the longer we walk with him the more you trust him the more really profound things you begin to understand about him mm -hmm. um through his very own spirit I mean, absolutely that's amazing yeah and that wisdom never changes and it's right. same yesterday today and forever so may we walk in that today we'll see you tomorrow for jennifer mcclish this is will carlisle thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on god's word if you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.